Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't got to fuck with me. I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm getting to everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't that. They literally get right here. All right, y'all, I am here, and today is a special day because it is February 12, 2019. Today is my baby brother Mark's birthday, y'all, and I'm so excited because, um, you know, my brother's been making some power moves lately, and I know sometimes it doesn't seem like that, especially to him, but, you know, you just always got to be encouraging your siblings and just your family and you know, everybody around you to do better than what they were doing uh, last week. So I'm always thankful, you know, that my brothers live in such close proximity because I remember a time that they didn't. So today we have a very special Tell the Truth Tuesday. It's called Brujo Things on this Tell the Truth Tuesday with your girl D. Scott. Um, and he's my new brujo. His name is Real Nigga Tarot. Uh, we call him Jada Warlock. We met on IG, and um, he did my reading a couple weeks ago and was completely on point even now, and I can't wait to share with him how on point he was. So lately you guys have been asking me a lot about tarot, divinity, things of other dimensions, and here's a show to give you some of the answers um, about where tarot comes from. And I always tell people this, no, it's not from the devil. Um because people don't understand that the original tarot cards were simply just a base deck of cards. It's called cartomancy, and you can Google that shit. And so if people knew what industry I was in, they would understand how funny that is, uh, <laughs> that, you know, the original divination cards were actual, you know, playing cards. So he's going to be calling in in a few minutes. But I definitely want to talk about, you know, some of the posts on my page at mystic.com at miss.d.scott. So a lot of people think that because I'm quiet about certain matters that either A, I don't care about them, B, I didn't see it, or, you know, that I'm being the bigger person. Sometimes I'm the bigger person, but most times I'm not. Okay, most times I'm extremely petty because you would see to it no other way than to get this level of attention from me because you don't know how to just, you know, be a normal human being and either, you know, not so much apologize because y'all know I don't like apologies, but just be a stand-up fucking human being. So for me, 
I don't like apologies. I like change behavior. So I'd rather not fucking talk to you until you can get your shit together and then come to me, you know, as a man or as a woman or whatever and say these are the things that I have done and can we sit down and have a conversation. But for me, I had to block a bunch of people that I thought were very near and dear to me because their energy was very wishy-washy, and I'm in a place in my life where shit can't be wishy-washy. You either is or you ain't, you know. And for me, um, I'm the type of person, and I actually just watched this because I watched the show Cartel Crew on VH1. It actually has Griselda Blanco, uh, La Madrina, her only living son left. And it's crazy because I watched his wife beat up this girl for calling someone else's dad a snitch. And she became very upset when the young lady didn't take the same offense as she did and basically befriended the girl because the girl apologized. And so I understood where Marie was coming from, and that's why I had to bow out of certain situations this week because just because I would be willing to throw a brick at somebody, punch somebody in the face for you, or do all these things for you, doesn't mean that you would do that for yourself. And if you're not willing to do that and fight for yourself, I'm definitely not going to fucking fight for you. You know, and I think that that's why Marie got so hurt in that episode of Cartel Crew is because she's like, here I am, you know, doing, you know, all of this for you. And then, like Stephanie told her, I never asked you to do that. You know, and I think that's the biggest slap in the face is when someone's like, oh, I didn't ask you to do all that. And you're like, but wait a minute, bitch, like what? So I have to learn to stay out of situations, A, that are none of my fucking business, B, that you fucking allowed, and C, don't come telling me none of your shit because you will not use my anger when it's convenient for you. You will not use my femininity when it's convenient for you because I am always on the side of women and children. Always. I'm like Dantor. But at the end of the day, if you're not willing to stick up for yourself, then there's nothing I can do for you. I'm going to stay out the shit because that's your business. You like being hurt. You like being embarrassed. You like motherfuckers dragging you. But what people also have to understand is that I get very emotional about certain things, not so much emotional, but sensitive about certain things because I'm like, if y'all knew how these people that you stand for so hard fucking talked about you or talked about your body or talked about black women in general, I doubt very highly that you would be cool with them. And my mom used to always tell me, you know, you have to look at certain situations and remove yourself. So if the person that, so if two people, the only thing that they have in common is their hatred for you, take yourself out the picture and watch what happens. Right. A lot of us, I I have an issue with a lot of especially black and Latino women calling each other sis. You're not my fucking sister. You're not. And that is not your brother. You know why? Because if you don't know his mama's name, okay, you ain't never seen a piss bag. You ain't never fed that motherfucker when he didn't have it. You ain't never did X, Y, and Z and all these things. You don't know what's going on with my kid in my life. You are not my fucking sister. Now, I'm not talking about, I, I, I gave a list today on my page, at miss.d.scott, of people that I consider my actual sisters. So whether I speak to you anymore or not, the loyalty is still there. You know, just because you choose to turn your blind eye to some shit just so a nigga can put an emoji under your picture, like I'm not that desperate that I need someone's love and acceptance that I would 
sit up there and betray not so much the sisterhood, but not check a nigga on his bad behavior, his toxic behavior towards women, towards his mother. I'm not that type of bitch. So if y'all broads can't sit there and check a motherfucker like that's your friend, cool, you could be his friend. I understand neutral. I understand being neutral, but you're not really being neutral because what you're saying is it's okay for him to do what he did because his dad died. When y'all don't even understand the relationship that he had with his dad, you're saying it's okay. Like, but you're saying it's not okay that I dragged this motherfucker for filth into the white meat because my delivery. But y'all do know one thing about everything that I say. It's a motherfucking fact. It's not a lie. I don't lie. It's a fucking fact. I don't fear anyone enough to lie, okay? So instead of y'all checking this motherfucker like, I understand shit is cool, this, this, and this, but at the end of the day, let's talk about your toxic shit. Yeah, Denise is a little monster. She's a little demon child. But at the end of the day, you did something to that bitch to make her drag you like that, and let's talk about that. Because you can't really be my friend if I'm going to continue to allow you to have toxic and fucked up behavior. Y'all also don't know that this is the same dude, and I don't know how y'all take this, but I'm going to tell you how I took it. I watched that series Joe, or that series You, the dude that was, that was the stalker's name was Joe. And it was crazy because, you know, us women, we do a little stalker shit, but not like that. Okay, not to the point where we, you know, pulling up at houses and shit like that. And y'all don't understand that there's a lot of stuff that I know about this man, some receipts that I didn't pull, because I'm very, I feel a way about it. And one of those receipts, okay, that is very unbecoming of a man is the fact that, and this is what y'all bras don't understand, bitch, you in danger. You know how many pictures that motherfucker probably done snapshotted of y'all and probably goes in the bathroom, beats off like, y'all bitches is weird as fuck, Okay. Let me tell you about the last situation that I'm going to let this shit go. If you got blocked or deleted by me, it really wasn't nothing personal. It's not that I don't like you as a person. It's just that you like him and I can't rock with bitches that really don't know what neutral means. Neutral does not like, I'm not like, listen, there's certain, there's something about you that lets this Negro know that I can still be cool with her, even though I disrespected Denise or even though I dragged her or even though I embarrassed her or even though I cheated on her, even though I did all these things, y'all bitches going to still be cool with me. There is something about me that suggested if you fuck over one of my friends, bitch, you know not to speak to me ever in life. Bitch, don't die and speak to me. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be at a funeral and speak to me, bitch. I don't care where the fuck we at. Don't speak to me. There are certain men that know, you know what, I fucked over her friend. I'm never speaking to this bitch ever in life because they know I go hard for mine. Y'all go, y'all go medium. I'm not, I'm not like that, Okay. I like my wings fried hard, and I like my men hard, and I like my friends hard like that. Like, there's no discrepancy as to who's team Denise and who's not, okay? And everybody, oh, I don't want to pick sides. Yeah, but you, but you make me, put, you put me in a position where I don't, I, I don't get to choose. I would always choose the person that was right or the person that wasn't being shitty. So let me tell you all this last thing before we go to the caller. So one day I'm in general conversation with this cat because I don't even really say the cat's name no more. And and again, y'all know I'm dating. I'm 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 whatever. Y'all are not realizing this is a man. Remember I told you we threw away 50 bottles of pills. Y'all need to get y'all friends. He's spiraling. I see. Just because I'm not on the pages, don't mean I don't see or that I don't feel. This is somebody that I was in a whole relationship with. You know, we we shared hearts. Okay. So at the end of the day, but your heart ain't like mine. Me and you ain't the same type of motherfucker. I'm more real of, real of a nigga than you are, and that's a fact. So y'all bros don't understand. Y'all sitting up there kikiing and allowing emojis, and that's your sister, that's your brother. Get the fuck out of here. Do y'all know that this motherfucker told me that some years back he had started a Plenty of Fish account? 
And this is just little shit that the motherfucker was telling me that had me looking at him like, wait a minute, bitch. So starts a plenty of fish account, okay? As a woman, though, not as a man, as a woman, okay? Which means that he stole a woman's picture, probably one of y'all's, used it to lure men and had conversations with men, okay, had conversations with men as this woman. Then tried to add, when he saw the horror on my face, like, what the fuck, nigga, what? Why would you do that? That's very homosexual and gay, okay? When he saw the horror on my face, he was like, oh, I did it with my homeboy. What homeboy? Because not near homeboy of yours that I have met. Looks like he will be okay with stealing a woman's picture, which is illegal, by the way, false identity, okay? None of these men look like they would be okay with stealing a woman's picture, posting seductive pictures of this woman, and accepting requests from men for sexual advances. So was you, like, looking at the dick pics that was getting sent at you, or were you, like, this is the type of sick motherfucker that y'all talking to, Right? And y'all just key in and everything is cool. If that's really your friend, and I have said this a million times before, I ain't got no hatred, no animosity to the motherfucker. If I did, I would go to his house, knock on the motherfucking door, and we would have a conversation. I don't got shit to say to the man. What I'm saying to you is he need help. Y'all motherfuckers don't think it's weird that all of a sudden that now that I'm not in the room and in the history of niggadom, this motherfucker ain't been posting all like that. Now he's posting all the time. Motherfucker, something going on. Y'all better get y'all friends before they find him on the side of the road some goddamn where, and then y'all going to be sitting up there talking about you didn't know what happened. Y'all brothers always kill me because you allow and you co-sign these behaviors, and then when it's like, oh, I didn't know so-and-so's husband came in there and shot her to death, bitch, but you knew she was cheating and you didn't warn her. See, me, I like to warn you motherfuckers so that when the shit happens that I think is going to happen, not that I projected, but that I think is going to happen, I'm like, didn't I tell you? You had to worry about this motherfucker and y'all didn't listen. So anyways, guys, if you got blocked, don't take that shit personally. I'm sure you don't give a fuck. Oh, my God, whatever, whatever, because I don't be paying attention when y'all block me. I don't give a fuck, okay? I'm not the negative energy in the room, but we're going to get some good energy on here. We're going to put on this caller, and if it is who I think it is. Caller, are you there? Caller, I'm here. are you there? Who this? Yeah, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. It is. Who this? Who this? <laughs> so let everybody know where they could find you on Instagram and on all your sites so all that right. we could get that started because I always like to plug. All right. So you can find me on Instagram um, at Real Nigga Tarot, spelled just like it sound R E A L N I D G A T A R O T. Also, go and follow uh, Divine Intuitive Dot Live and Market of Gypsies, um, two different um, pages I'm associated with. Divine Intuitive is the group of um, readers, psychics, whatever you want to call us, um, that I run with. And um, basically it's a collaborator's um, account where we're all reading. We have a, our own website, so you can check out that website. It's by the same name, Divine Intuitive Not Live, um, for all of your witchy shit. Um, Market of Gypsies is basically the same thing, but it's like a spiritual Etsy, so it can do Um and things like that, you can buy them on that website. So go and check both of those out. Okay, awesome. So I'm going to tell you how I found you. So I think I was on, <laughs> I might have been on the Divine Intuitives page or Miss Delight or whatever her name is, and then I saw 
your page, and I'm always, I told you before, I'm always more successful with male workers in this industry than I am with female workers. And I don't know why that is. I'm just more comfortable with the men. And there's a show I did last year, well, actually two years ago now, uh, with another brujo, and he was based out of Atlanta, which, you know, I don't know what happened to him, but I know there were some mental health issues going on with him that a lot of us suffer Mm -hmm. from in this community and when we're, you know, stepping into divination. So a lot of people, they always ask me about tarot, and it's funny because tarot is like the, like the first thing that people start, you know what I mean, doing when they want to start mm-hmm. believing, right. you know, in something else. So do you want to explain to the people the history of tarot and where it actually comes from as opposed to what people believe it comes from? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So um, with tarot, um, it's not that uh, scary, spooky shit that people think and how the movies uh, portray it has actually been around for um, at least a couple thousand um, years, I want to say. Um, mm-hmm. And it started out, I think, back in Spain as just regular uh, playing cards. Um, the pl- actually, the playing cards, the deck that we play with right now, if you play spades or anything like that, that was the federal deck before this uh, deck that you see now with the pictures and the people. Um, yeah. And it kind of has the same, you know, the same way those cards have, what's called that, um, suits. That's the same thing. The suits are just a little bit different, but they have the same meanings now. So that's basically where it comes from. Been around for a long time, and it's, um, people always ask how it works or what am I doing. It's really energy work. It's really all you. It's yep. the truth. Um, I let you pick your own cards, and they always um, kind of coincide with your subconscious. So it's really all energy work. It's nothing too spooky here. Exactly, and I was I was laughing the other day because I've been I've been reading for a while. So of course, everybody usually their first deck is the Rider Weight deck, which is the most popular deck, the one that has the basic pictures on it. And then people start getting into mm-hmm. Oracle decks. And I told you when I was actually in Austin, and you're based out of Austin, right, Texas? Right. Mm-hmm. So when I was in Austin, I went to a mystic shop there, and there was this deck. It was this hermetic deck, and it was just all black and white, and it was very intricate. And it was, like, screaming at me. But when I picked it up, I was like, "Mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I was like, something about it was very, you know, dark, so I put it back down. I'm actually going to get the deck right now because I know the reason why that deck was screaming at me because it was based on some Aleister Crowley um, teachings, and I had to consult Mm -hmm. with my boy, uh, Saladin, about that. And it's just about, you know, embracing your darkness, embracing your shadow self, but it's the same principle. Mm -hmm. So I usually use the Rider Weight deck. Now, I'm not as versed as you. I just kind of just do it for myself, do it for my friends. But sometimes as somebody that actually is intuitive as well, it's better for me not to pull my own cards because I have 50 million things on my mind. So if I'm touching my cards, you know, my son might come out of my cards, and that's not really, you know what I mean, the question that I'm asking. So I went to you for a reading, and it was really cool how you set it up. So you want to tell everybody how you set up the reading and how we were able to visibly see each other while you were doing the reading. Yeah, we did our reading um, together on, uh, we actually used, Instagram live. So if you go in your messenger on your DMs on Instagram and you go to a specific person, you should see um, what would look like a camera at the top. And that'll let you call the person on Instagram live. And that's good for when you don't want to, you know, give them about things like that. Um, you have that capability on there. Uh, but we did, we did that. And the setup is cool because it puts one person at the top, other person at the bottom so you can see each other. Um, 
that's what we did. And really, all I like to do is just shuffle and start plucking um, cards. And how right. we do, I pull a few cards. I read on those cards. And as, you know, more questions and more things pop up, I just pull a few more as the conversation go, goes on. That was real cool with us because it was really just a conversation. We just kept pulling and kept talking. And I like that. Right. And it was very comfortable. It should never be like, oh, you know, these huge you know, life-changing event. So let me get back to, I'm going to give people a little bit of what you told me that day, which was so funny. So, and and people know I'm telling the truth because they coincide with my shows because I actually got on the show uh, around the time that I went on that date and I spoke about that. So a lot of people don't know, I was scheduled to go on mm-hmm. a first date with this guy. So this is back in January. And I actually had the reading before I went on the date. And I remember you said, this person is a water sign. Now, I didn't know the dude's birthday. I didn't know anything, right? This dude's a water sign. The hangman comes out. like, And you don't know what I know about this person. So when people say, like, oh, it's not fake, it's, it's, it's not real, you know, it's fake, it's not real, I'm like, nah, it's definitely real. So I go on the date. Everything that we talked about happened, but what people don't understand is that fate can change every minute, every second. Mm -hmm. So just because you got a reading, you know, and there's a lot of memes going around that are saying, you know, get yourself a man that you don't got to check your tarot deck every day about, you know. And that's (laughs) funny to us because it's like that's what a lot of people do. I'd rather just let life unfold and as things unfold, you know, it it happens. And then, But no matter what, I don't think my deck has ever been wrong. And I'm talking about it could be the weirdest, like, you know, I ask a question and it's like I said no. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you're like, no, that's impossible. <laughs> I'm killing it right now. <laughs> you know, I'm killing it right, right. now. And, and, you know, right. and then the universe be like, no, you're not. And snatch everything from no. your ass. And then you're like, what? So what's funny is, mm-hmm. remember that you and I had this conversation the other day and you were like, I feel like somebody was in that person's ear. Right, mm-hmm. and you was like, but be, but, but be, be aware, the apology gonna come, and sure enough, it mm-hmm. did last night. Remember, I told yeah. you I wasn't speaking. Yeah, <laughs> that motherfucker, the side effects done wore off now. <laughs> right, but whatever yeah. you know that person was doing, and uh, the motherfucker go text me last night talking about, um, so I guess you cut me off. You understand what I'm saying? This is grown men's way of saying, can we talk? Because the whole time he was calling, I wasn't I wasn't answering the calls. I was like, no, 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 no. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, I ain't even mm-hmm. I ain't even hit the decline button. I just let the shit ring. I'm not right. I'm not right. doing that, you know. So last night I felt powerful enough to address the situation, and I said I'm not interested in this conversation unless we FaceTime or until we sit down in front of each other. You know, at which time. I think this is where you saw the hangman, where you said, because the way you said it, I was like, I already know what's going to happen because that's exactly how I am. And you said the hangman is basically my decision, right? Mm-hmm. There's a decision that had to be made, correct? Right. So that decision was you need to go handle your business and try to holler back at me another time. And then you said mm-hmm. that's exactly what's going to happen and then in the end, it's going to feel like I did, you know, he made that decision because of me, but really that decision was already in the works. Now, you and I know what that situation is, but and that's why it's funny because a lot of people don't know that Jay didn't know about that situation. 
I don't tell my readers right. until after the reading is done what they saw in the cards and how it's true and mm-hmm. how it's effective. Because I think that mm-hmm. when people get, you're not supposed to just go in there just talking and telling them everything. Exactly. You're not. You know, because then you don't know, like, did you get a real reader? And I've never really had a fake reader, but I've had a reader that I was actually more powerful than. So I've had somebody that was a medium. Right. right? And a lot of exactly. people don't know that there's different realms to this. And she was really a medium. She wasn't really a reader. Okay, so right. she had not. I mean, yeah, that was that's part of it, but she she was really a medium, but she actually wasn't that good at it. <laughs> and the reason I knew she wasn't that good at it is because so one of my ancestors was coming through, and she's babbling a name, and I know the name she wants to name because she wanted to say my son's name, and I and she said it in the tone of my grandmother who had recently departed, but it was like she couldn't hear the lady, you know what I mean, or she wasn't focused mm-hmm. enough. So I was, like, aiding mm-hmm. her and telling her, like, you mean Manny? You understand what I'm saying? Because she wasn't saying it clearly. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, some people are just better at certain things than others. So what do you think is your specialty? Do you have any medium abilities? Do you have all the clairs? Do, you know, what what other abilities do you think you have? It's more, uh, mostly, sometimes I forget the exact clairs, but... Um, Mostly the ability to see the past and see how that's affecting you now. And also it's just this, um, I think that's Claire Sinchin when you just know. Um, it's just this um, intuition, though, that kind of just lets me know things once I have a person in front of me. It's just if you open up and you want me to know something, sometimes even if you don't, it just comes through. You know what I mean? It's not even... Mm-hmm. Really, a choice. I can ignore it if I want, but I'm still going to hear it. Sometimes even after readings are over, I can be, you know, often doing something else. I can be in the kitchen cooking, and something come back and be like, God damn it, like, you know, you're doing exactly what I told you not to do, and I know that's what you're doing. So when you come back to a reading and you say, oh, this is how this went, you don't have to tell me because I already know. When I told you when we hang up double calling him, you did exactly that. I, I felt it as soon as you got on the phone. <laughs> I felt See, but, it, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, feeling shit is my yeah, thing. And that's I can, what, I can feel some shit easy. Yeah, and you and I have had conversations since then, and you and I both agreed that the person that we were talking about, their energy shifted when they got on that plane. Something happened. And mm-hmm. you and I have both come to agreement at the same time that, like, this is not who he is. Somebody is telling him some things that's altering mm-hmm. what he's supposed to be doing, okay? So mm-hmm. at this point, you know, I'm going to still do me. I'm going to hold to my guns because my thing is this. If you feel that that's what you need to do. But remember I told you how he spoke to me, and I was like, the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> like, I didn't say that to right. him because I want to tell him to his face. But I feel like, and it's crazy because, you know, my, my girlfriend was saying to me, well, your reader said, because you know I got two people that's ready for you. They're like, I ain't got paper. I'm like, I do. Give me the coins because he worth it. I'm like, when you give me the coins, then we'll go ahead and we'll call him and, you know, set you up an appointment because I was telling him about your uh, Witchy Wednesdays, the $50 special. But mm-hmm. people have to understand, too. So she's like, well, the cards was wrong. I said, no, the cards ain't never wrong. It'll never go the way you think it's going to go. It's not all just, you know, out there. I said, but in my reader who I'm very confident in, told me that this dude was all the way in 2020, I believe it. Because it never Mm -hmm. happens the way that you think is going to happen. 
You understand what I'm saying? Right. I have gone to my cards multiple times and asked, is this relationship over with this person? Cards be like, nope. And I'd be like, but that's impossible because I ain't spoke to them and da da da. And sure enough, it's almost like I got whatever whatever gift it is that if I say something it's right there, that's that's one of my clairs. Like I literally right, speak right. things like I'll say something and then I'll be like that's why they say speak of the devil. That's literally why they say that. <laughs> right. And literally is right. that's why they say that. Like people be like, Oh, speak of the devil, that's what they mean. You have to be careful what you say mm-hmm. and being a writer, I'm working on my seventh book right now, uh, Black Girls Book of Shadows, to talk about all these things so that especially us, where the, the culture actually comes from. The Sibleys didn't know mm-hmm. nothing about, you know, witchcraft until Tichaba brought it to New England, who she mm-hmm. was from the islands. Yeah, they, they didn't know nothing about that. So the whole show, Salem, was about, you know, Mary Sibley and all that stuff. But to me, it was really about the fact that witchcraft had been brought over here. Now, in addition to mm-hmm. that, I had an excellent conversation with one of our brethren over in uh, Haiti. And she had mm-hmm. messaged me to pray for her. Now, when people call me to pray for them, it's not really a prayer <laughs> that you're asking for. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Because they know that I deal with a lot of um, dark energies in the sense of people that are, I'm just discovering that people that are really in the light, like people that really just are, are it doesn't mean they're good people. It just means that they just, it's almost like the dark will harm them. Like they can't function in darkness the way that some of us can because we're quite comfortable here. So just like I used right. to have a thing with me where I hated love. Like, oh, I hated it. I hated being in love. I yeah, hated anything I to, to do with love. Fuck them. What would you say? I used to hate relationships and people in them. Like some, Not even to hate them, not to hate the people, but uh, people that were in relationships used to bother me a lot because of that fucking spiritual bypass and that. Those uh, yeah. those rose-colored glasses they looked through used to really just fuck me up. Like, how you sitting there with that dumb shit and not facing the shadow? Right. And it's not just that. Like, y'all ain't been through shit. Fuck y'all in these mm-hmm. pictures. Valentine's Day is coming. I know y'all going to do some corny shit. And then in two years, you're going to be asking me to kill the motherfucker. That's how I go. Mm-hmm. In two years, you're going to be right. asking me for prayers. You understand what I'm saying? So i just rather deal with people and they bullshit up front because then I know how to deal with you. And then I can prepare right. myself because, the, the you know, both shoes already fell off. I'm not waiting for the other shoe to, to drop. And I know that exactly. a lot of people think like, oh, that's a negative way of thinking. No, it's a realistic way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And I was having a conversation right. with somebody the other day about fairy tales. And a lot of people don't realize that we in America have romanticized Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and Hansel and Gretel and all these fairy tales that were actually written as cautionary nightmare tales for children, mm-hmm. right? So we <clears throat> added the light to these stories instead of having them be cautionary tales for kids going off with midgets in the woods, taking drugs, <laughs> eating food that somebody right. else gave them. That's what those tales exactly. were about. And so instead of them being cautionary, people keep believing in these Prince Charmings. And if you really go through and break down, you know, these fairy tales, they're all really horrible. Horror stories, mm-hmm. death, murder, yeah. you know, you're killing people, somebody in a coma, you know, but we see what we want to see. And like I said, like, I used to hate love until I had to start cleaning out my chakras and getting everything balanced and aligned. And now I accept love. 
I actually love love. I love falling in love. I think it's it's a great experience getting to know somebody. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of us that live in darkness. And so I realized that people that are in the light, back to the conversation I have with this young lady in Haiti, she really is a light worker. Like she really mm-hmm. can't even think of nothing bad to do to somebody. She can't even <laughs> fathom it because it's just it's not in her energy. You know what I mean? She, it, it, put it this way. She's so light that she had to call me for darkness. <laughs> right. <laughs> because she can't, yeah, like, and then after like she that. got off the phone, I, I knew it was bad because she asked me to do something for her. I said, okay. So I said, how did you know that I would oblige? Because, you know, she's gifted as well. And she in Haiti. I mean, mm-hmm. she she over there handling her business. So I knew it was deep, and I don't even rock with her like that. Like, it's not like this is like my friend and we, you know, she just, you know, she was like, it just, I just felt like I needed your energy. I said, no, nah, the ancestors brought you here. It was good. So we talked, and I was in the shower with the damn Florida water. I got out. I was so excited because I was ready to work, man. Bruh, she called me. She said, whatever you was getting ready to do, don't do it. She was like, because she said her whole face broke out in hives. Ain't that crazy? Mm. Yeah. Now, we know what that is. That means, because I told right. her, I said, he's allowed to protect himself, the person that, you know, she was, she was you know, wanting some help with, some prayers for. You know, I said, he's allowed to protect himself. And a lot of times what people don't understand is like, for example, if I want to know who's talking trash about me, I can say, you know what, Lord, spirits, strike the mouth of anybody that says anything negative about me and means me no good. And the next thing you know, this person got an abscess on his tooth. This one done bit his tongue off. This one jaw wired shut. You see what I mean? Those, mm-hmm. for me, are ways that spirit lets me know. You see this motherfucker right here? He might have been saying something about you, so you asked me to do something for you, and I did it. Right? So I told her, I right. said, it's just really not in your nature to deal with any type of dark energies. That's probably why you broke out in hives, because she literally was allergic to darkness. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. he had put something out there that if she or anybody else meant him no good, let it be visible. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So have you ever right. done any type of work like that? Um, I usually don't do work uh, for others, but for myself, um, all the time. And, like, it never really always just involves, uh, like, you know, any rituals or anything. Sometimes I just literally right. say, all right, if this ain't for me, show me it ain't for me. If this person ain't for me, show me it ain't for me. And, all and don't the, they be I mean, hurting your feelings with the, the shit, time, too? Sometimes, <laughs> not, not in this world. Let me tell you, when I first got into all this, yeah, because, you know, um, we start to kind of ascend out of all these right. guys kind of against me in different ways for different reasons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just seeing before, like, um, because other than, like, all this witchy shit, I do music. I, you know, I, um, I'm a writer. I do all these things, so I, I work in groups. And it would always be like, why are these projects not jumping off and stuff like that? So when I get to ask some questions, then it starts to show, oh, you stopped coming to meetings because you were mad about the last, you know what I mean? It'll come up. And one thing mm-hmm. you tell me, I'm, I'm good about saying shit. You know what I mean? Pointing shit out. So when I see the motherfucker like, oh, well, you know, show, show me who not for me. And that's the person who can't never make a meeting no more. It's like, oh, you never want to be there uh-huh. in the first place. So when I do get you there and I say, well, why you didn't tell me you, you didn't want to be a part of this or, you know what I mean, you kind of got mad because I, 
idea down and whatever. You know what I mean? Now you holding some shit against me. Oh, well, I didn't want it to be a dick. Oh, bitch, so it was, you know, the whole time. You know what I mean? You know, so it's really, it's really like that. All you really have to do is ask. You will be shown. If it, it can, sometimes it's as uh, simple as that. Like, you know, I ask, who, you know, who not for me and they stop showing up to meet. And sometimes it's shit as drastic as I asked you not for me and that person is her car accident. You know what I mean? It it can really be like Who that you telling? Well. That's what that's li- I'm, yeah. I'm here with you. But see, Spirit hurt my feelings last year. Two thousand eighteen they dragged the fuck out of me. They was mad at me, child. They was like, Bitch, we keep taking you out these situations. You keep putting your fucking self back in there so we're gonna start fucking you up because that's what they do. And a lot of people don't understand yeah. that sometimes it's not your karma. Sometimes your ass is not supposed to be in those situations. That's not karma. Because yeah. as of right now, I've paid all my debts. I don't owe nobody nothing. Ain't nobody don't nobody owe me nothing. Well, there's some that debts that's gonna be paid, but I, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't function like that. I don't move fucked up. So I remember last year I started asking spirit if this person means me no good. If this person don't love me, and I mean love like as far as like I'm talking about just even coworkers and things like yeah, that. Right. Just let yeah. me know. Yo, when I tell you broad started coming out the woodwork, telling me about this one, telling me about, I'm talking about girls that I would have never met. I don't go to bars. I don't really go out. I'm not really, you know, I go to events, but I don't, I'm not a, you know, oh, I'm going to go to the bar, hang out, and sip some Long Island iced tea. That's not what I do. And I remember one night I went, and I had just left my girlfriend from the wine bar. Had a great uh, interview. Everything was cool. I go, something just said. You know, something told me to go to this little bar that we usually go to after work. So I go in there, and it's, you know, a couple people because it's a small town know who I am. We talking, and she tells me, yeah, I remember when I was 16, old boy tried to holler at me. And I'm like, well, how old are you now? She's like, I'm 22. So I do the math. I'm like, that's fucking gross. That's some R. Kelly shit. What the fuck you mean? Like, I'm talking about, like, I'm hearing about shit that was none of my goddamn business. Okay, then this right. one coming out the woodwork. I'm talking about the week before Christmas, some shit fell into my lap. Like, dude that I went to elementary school with came up, told me that my old, my young boy was messing with his girl. And, like, what the fuck is going on? I and it's funny because the first thing I said was, I said, I don't really need to know about all that. And then in my head, Spirit was like, bitch, you asked. You right. asked exactly. what was going on. <laughs> yes, and we exactly. showing you. And this is why we told your ass, stay the fuck away from this motherfucker right here. Your pH balance finna get fucked up. Stay the fuck away from this motherfucker, right? And I Mm -hmm. wasn't even in communication with the person. And I just felt like the universe was just whooping my ass. But I'm like, but you know what? I asked for this. You know, when I went down there, um, I had had an ex, little little fiancé situation in Texas. Remember I told you I was in um, Houston, then I was in San Antonio, then I was in uh, Austin for my birthday. When I came home, mm-hmm. everything is bliss, rose-colored glasses. And it's funny because the other day, it's funny you say rose-colored glasses because I literally bought a pair last week. Literally bought a <laughs> pair last week. Yeah. And wore them shits. Yeah, wore them shits to the game. So I ended up um, in this relationship. Everything's great. I mean, like I said, across the board, you couldn't have found a more perfect boyfriend. Flowers, just all that shit. Then I started realizing that everybody laughs at me when I say this because it sounds terrible. And I was like looking at the situation of things, and I'm like, are we? Are you poor? Like, are you poor? Like, is everything okay? Because I'm starting to notice that I'm spending a lot of money to come here, visit, putting groceries in your house. That's just how I do. And then I'm like, what the fuck I'm putting groceries in your house for? 
You know what kind mm-hmm. of wine I drink. You supposed to go get it. You supposed... Then I was like, wait a minute, nigga, is your finances okay? Because you damn for sure asked me to move down here with my kid and all the soap. You know what I mean? Like, which I would right, never do right. no shit like that because I don't chase yeah. waterfalls. I stick to the rivers and the lakes that I'm used to. <laughs> but right. I do. I don't go chasing waterfalls, bitch. I don't believe everything these cats be telling me because they be broke. I don't exactly. got time for that. You over here was finna get yourself together. No, 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 no. So I remember mm-hmm. going down there, and I can feel the shift. And it's crazy because this person was spiritual, so I thought. Because there's a lot of dudes out there especially that say they spiritual. Like this is a cat that would tell mm-hmm. you that if he was in a, ta- a tarot deck, he's the magician. Nigga, that ain't nothing I would tell nobody. Like, I bet you talk like, about this. What? Like, people always want to pick who they are. And bitch, no, that's not you. That's not you. Let me tell you who you are. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, you know, it's crazy because I'm like, it don't matter who pulling. I'm going to come out the same right. every single time. Remember mm-hmm. you said that? I said that the exact card that you pulled, okay, is literally the same one. If not that suit, usually it's pinnacles, but she come out every time. Okay, right. and then if we're looking at the major, it's usually the empress, give or take. That's not mm-hmm. because that's what, you know, I want. Shit, I would love to be the tower card, fucking everybody up. You know, I would love to be that, but right. that's not who I am. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's always scared right. of the devil card and the death card. That ain't the card you need to be scared of. You need to be scared of the tower, the right. burning building, motherfuckers <laughs> jumping out the building, because you're about to go through it when you see that. The devil card... Right. You know, death means life. The devil card, If you, like I tell people all the time, if you actually look at the card, the two subjects that he has at his feet are literally, like they could literally just take the thing off their neck and just go on about their business. But exactly. we choose to stay in those situations. So for me, mm-hmm. you, you know, I would laugh him. Yeah, yeah, like you're staying there for some reason other than, you know, because you want to live deliciously and shit the whole time. You're just playing mm-hmm. yourself. So for me, right. I think part of the difficult battles was like today, and I know some people don't care about this, but I do. I had to block and delete somebody because, you know, I just have come to a place where I'm just like, I'm, I'm not always loving light. I'm really not about that shit. I mean, I love it. I love being in love. I love waking up and knowing somebody got my back and shit, but it's really not what drives me. What drives me is getting to this paper, making sure I'm financially secure, breaking down barriers and helping people, especially children. So, you know, when I was looking at the reading, I was laughing because I said I could definitely see where he don't know where he had me fucked up at. And I Mm -hmm. see that silence, you understand what I'm saying, made him sit down and think, this broad ain't answering my calls. She ain't answering my texts. What did I do? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So yeah. I don't need a reading, you know, to, to make me understand that when I sit down with this gentleman and we have a conversation, the hangman that you saw, it's not an ultimatum. It's just basically you need to go and get your shit together, number one. Number two, you don't talk to grown-ass women like that. Because ain't nobody spoke right. to me like that. I told you since 1999, like when Freaknik was still alive <laughs> in Atlanta. <laughs> you don't talk to people like that. That hell doesn't matter with you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But because he, you know, was in a 15-year relationship, you know, he don't know what's going on. So I could pardon that. But like I said, I used to always think that certain people was harmless, but I need to see that shadow self. So what you showed me with that moon card, you know, is, is well, actually I had I had pulled and it was a moon card. And basically the moon card is whatever the fuck you thought it was, that's what it is. 
So whatever your intuition is telling you that that person did, that's what they did. So we know what he did. You understand what I'm saying? But that's not my problem. That's the lady that got the wig with the bangs and the bun problem. (laughs) That's not my problem. Remember we talked about that? So I think that that ass, and that you got a bigger problem than me, sir. Right. Yeah, you got some shit to take care of. Thank you.